This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Maddie and Amy podcast. I have a couple thoughts after being in the hospital. Okay, what did you learn? Um, my first one is the whole like hospital gown situation. Okay, wait, hold on. Can we just backtrack a little yeah. bit? You haven't actually explained why you're in hospital. You're right. So basically, I don't know if you remember, but I got an, an ear infection after I came back from Bali. Mm-hmm. from the I water. also heard about that a lot. Yes. <laughs> and now I thought I had gone away right and I was getting chest pains. So I went to the hospital. And I'm like, can you please help me? And my mum was very dramatic and thought I was having a heart attack. Did like, you get an ambo there? No, it just drove. Okay. Just drove. So it wasn't as dramatic, but it was still like pretty intense. It wasn't the dramatic entrance that you really wanted, no, was I'm, it? Oh, I would love, love, love to be in an ambulance. Why? Oh, I just think it'd be so cool. It's like me going in like a limousine. Like going in an ambulance <laughs> is more exciting than going in a limousine. <laughs> Why? So you, because it's like because so, people are doting on you. Do you yes, love that? You get like mm. full attention for that whole like ten minutes. Okay. So anyway, we're in the hospital, um, and basically they found out that the ear infection I did get um, spread and got the lining of my lung infected. What? So what? All the way from your ear down your yeah. body to your lung. How does that happen? Were you like breathing in a lot and then like lots of lurgies apparently no <laughs> the doctor was saying like apparently um those infections come from like nose ear and throat infections because it's close to your lung right so they are all kind of connected yeah that's what's happened but they've given me medication and i'm like i'm on the mend which is really good good but the whole ha- like they made me go into like a hospital gown right mm-hmm. can someone please explain to me why are they backless i just want to know because the whole time you can tie it up right but it's always gaping. <laughs> it's. I think it would be backless for easy access. What? So some patients, you know, like they they can't really help themselves. So maybe it's so they can like take them to the, the toilet, toilet or... No, I was not a fan. So like the whole time, like if I went to use the bathroom, I'd have to like hold one side so not everyone would see everything. Right. I was just like not Was attractive. it oversized? Yeah, of course. It was like way bigger than it should have been. And yeah, it's just like gaping all over the place and yeah, nothing would help. So it was a bit awkward and uncomfortable for me. Tell you what though, I love this because... Because in the photos that we posted on our Instagram at Maddie Amy, yeah. you were in the hospital bed in your gown, <laughs> but you still managed to keep the Amy brand of winged eyeliner. I, I was shook. Maddie, my other friend, I also have other friends other than you. How sad is this? <laughs> you're, you're my only friend. <laughs> you're my only friend too. And Lisa, I've got Lisa. two. So my friend and I were looking at a designer brand, right, online, just like looking at the catalogue and like we honestly can't afford anything, but it's mm-hmm. just nice being like, what's happening out in the, desi- like the designer world? What could I potentially buy when I'm a schoolionaire? Well, yeah, you look at the catalogue and you're like, mm, I could probably get a knockoff of this and still look yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, we're trying to do. So we're looking at this designer brand and like there's everything from shoes, dresses, whatever. Yeah. But this brand in particular sells like this chain type harness situation like a necklace no it's not a necklace it literally like looks like a t-shirt almost but it's only got like two or three chains and it hangs around your neck and in your arms and a little bit over the chest so it is a necklace, but it's like an upper body kind like of... Like a harnessy... Like armour. Yeah, ish. almost. But okay. like, you know, minimal chains are involved. It, um, you know, it looks really simple. Like you could literally buy it from a hardware store. Okay. And the price, my God, over $500. What? Over $500. I need to see this for picture. For a chain. It wow. was ridiculous. But like the weird thing is like there's so many things like this now that are beyond expensive, but because they're designer, people are like, I need it. I need to get it now. Well, I've actually seen this... Um, happen with a f- similar fashion brand mm. where they've sold a paperclip yes! and it was like 500 bucks as well. See, I would buy that. 
Why? Because I like the brand. Okay. So I would 100% buy that paperclip. But it's just so ridiculously priced. Like what kind of person is going to go out of their way onto this fashion site and buy a paperclip for $500 or a chain? I know. I just don't understand where people are getting all this kind of cash. Yeah, but also like they're not super original. Like it's not something you never see before. Like honestly, go into your local hardware shop because that's where you'll find the next bloody fashion trend. <laughs> Maddie, you had a bit of an interesting week, did you not? Yes. Um. So I've been attending quite a few events, queer events actually. So we've had Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um. You guys had the Pride March. Yes. And then I attended a festival called Gay Times on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was really cool. Um. It's like this camp. Um festival up the mountains it's at an alpine resort so it was really hard to get to it took me like three hours to get there up a big winding mountain felt a bit sick um but it was all worth it when i got there because i saw some really incredible performance um performers perform on the stage one of them was this girl named elliot it was emotional you know this song yeah so i saw her and then i saw obviously um went up for my girlfriend as well um maribel Yeah, so there were some incredible queer performers there. Um, But one thing stood out to me um, during the festival, the queer community is very inclusive Mm -hmm. and people can really be themselves. Yeah. And they were themselves to the point where I saw a lot of naked bodies. Whoa. Yeah, so people were really, like, expressing themselves, which I thought was really cool, but I... Have never seen that many um, disco sticks in broad daylight. I'm saying disco sticks because before we discussed um, me talking about this on air, I was trying to figure out a way to describe um, the male anatomy. Yeah, and like a PG version (laughs) where people won't be offended. So a disco stick, I guess, is all right. Yeah. So I've I saw um, four different disco sticks during the festival, um, and they were really out there, and I I couldn't help. But look, because I really haven't seen a disco stick like that. In broad daylight. In broad daylight. It was really confronting. And it looked, I I don't know, like you might be able to clarify this a little bit, but from what I was seeing, it kind of looks like a shriveled up animal. The fact that you just described it as that, and I've got awful visuals in my head. Um, I don't know. That's not what I would describe them as. But, you know, uh, you do you, babe. <laughs> I don't know. All I can say is it was an eye-opening experience and I've definitely seen more than I ever want to see in my entire existence at that festival. Amy, there is so much happening in Melbourne right now. And starting end of March, we've got the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I'm so excited because I've actually booked a couple of shows. We're seeing one together. We're seeing Ursula Carlson. Yeah, you bought me tickets for my birthday. I know. Awesome. So cute. I'm seeing a couple with my dad. But there is another one I reckon we should add to the list. Yes. Adding that to the list is Emily Trezidar. She's um, actually bringing her solo comedy show, Just Doing It, to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um, and that's spread across a few different days, March 28th to April 21st and she joins us in the studio right now. You're a stand-up comedian, obviously. Yes. Um, you're also a podcaster at Vic and M's Comedy Gems and you're a radio host that we've uncovered and an yeah. actress as well. I mean, yeah, I dabble. <laughs> what kind of acting have you been doing? Well, I mean, I did sketch comedy before I did stand-up, so right. did that. And also I just like jump into people's sketches and stuff if they want me to. Um, I wouldn't say I'm going to win a Golden Globe, but also I wouldn't say I'm not going to win a Golden Globe. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? It's like on the cards. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen if you just believe. Meryl Streep, it's me. <laughs> what kind of like made you want to get into comedy though? Like, were you the like the funny one? Um, yes, but I don't want to say that's the reason I got into comedy because I really don't think it translates. If you're your funny friend, I don't 
this is going to be so mean. But this I'm is like crushing yeah, everyone out I'm, there. I don't want to kill anyone's dreams. You do you, okay? But <laughs> I don't think it necessarily translates. Just because you're the funny friend doesn't make you a comedian. I actually think that Amy would make a great stand-up comedian. No. She is the funny friend. No, sure. but I don't think I could Did do I it. Did I just crush your dreams? No, so you sorry. didn't. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's the fact that I don't know if I could like perform. Like I'm fu- like I'll like Maddie and I will have a laugh all the time, but I don't know if I could like get on stage and be funny to people. And I'm also too inappropriate, so I don't, I don't know if it works. Uh, no. No, it's Incorrect. fine. <laughs> there's not too inappropriate. I don't though. think so. I mean, everyone has their own brands, you know. Oh my god, watch out! Comedy Fest next year, 2020. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that either. Oh damn it! Got to take oh. some time. Do the. You got to do the gigs. You got to. Yeah. Because, you know, a year in trying to do an hour would be. Maybe you'll crush it. Maybe next year I'll be sitting here interviewing you. Yeah. You know, who knows? (laughs) I mean, it could be me. We'll see. Um, Again, Golden Globe, anything could happen. Golden Globe. I want an Emmy, I think, as well, though. Do you? Emmy and and an Oscar. Okay. Would love an Oscar. Um, Let's move on to your actual solo project, obviously, for the Comedy Fest um, called Just Doing It. Yes. What can we expect from the show? Look, it's an interesting one. I took some time off comedy last year after Comedy Festival, Mm -hmm. and it was great. Uh, absolutely nothing funny happened. So that was amazing. Um, but I, I think taking the time off definitely meant that I uh, took some time as a human being to mm-hmm. like have my own time and not be like, oh, is this a bit? Am I writing a joke now? Like I was yeah, just like living finding my life. content all the time. Totally, exactly. So, yeah, I wasn't off. doing that. I was taking some time and just like, you know, doing me. I um, have a boyfriend that I've moved in with. So, oh. you know, I have bits about that. Cause awesome. It's, yeah, it's interesting because um, I'm happy. And so making jokes about being happy is, is, sometimes hard because people are like I don't care if you're happy yeah. like tell me about all the miserable shit you know? often people, I don't relate yeah totally. like self-deprecating like humour is super common these yeah. days I yeah. feel like that would be yeah a common thing to see during Comedy Fest mm-hmm. but I, you won't see that <laughs> good we've got some wholesome no, stuff no um, and also I've taken some time to um, go to therapy and really sort of uh, launch into a bunch of stuff that's happened in my past that was super sort of traumatising so now I can talk about stuff that I never thought was funny but is inherently funny um like family stuff and I talk about my parents a bit I love my mom she's the best so take from that what you will and I talk about um yeah a bunch of relationships that uh definitely were not the best and make light of that and I think it's probably the funniest show I've ever written and by probably I mean definitely well that's a big call a very big call I know it you know know it. it yeah yeah, Cute. I know. I've, I mean, I've lived all of my previous shows, and I'm living this one currently. And I definitely think it's definitely the most like self-reflective. It's, um, it's probably. I, I think it's yeah. It's the most well-written as well. I think all yeah. my jokes are really a lot punchier than last year. You'll still get the facial contortions and the like <laughs> Emily Tressida vibe, but it's definitely like a solid hour of stand-up. You know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, is there like a process? you do before you get on stage like is there some like you know little chant you do to yourself to get you into it like what's the deal you are kind you are beautiful (laughs) um yes and no Mm -hmm. um I like to be alone so green rooms are helpful Mm -hmm. uh and I also this is very bizarre I also punch my bum because I know it sounds super weird yeah, like, give you like a confidence boost. I'm doing it now, by the way. It, I learned off, I'm pretty sure it was Alice Fraser, a fellow comedian Alice Fraser mm-hmm. taught me that, I think she does squats before her show. Squats would be good. Or perhaps some, I don't know if it was her, I might be misquoting. Someone I know was like, if you do squats or you activate your glute muscle, it releases adrenaline 
because of whatever science and so i punch my butt because i want to like activate the glute and like pff, adrenaline yeah but like without the squat i actually yeah, feel I'm like, that right now squ- like i'm squatting and, and I, you feel I, like you I got feel adrenaline like buzz. energy yeah, yeah you i feel, feel buzz. Buzz. Wow. i should do that like instead of sitting down on a radio seat and I'll drinking just, coffee yeah just It'll do a wall lot. sit. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see Emily Trezeder at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, March 28th to April 21st at the Trades Hall. Maddie and Amy on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.